Welcome to this week's podcast. Obviously, we're nearing the end of the, the two-week mid-season break. But a football on the horizon again. Great to see after the international there at the weekend too. A lot happened, obviously, the draw for the, the first-round qualifying for the Europa Conference League as well too. So there was a few tasty ones for League of Ireland clubs, uh, a few handy ones, not so handy for Derry. Um, but, but definitely a favourable draw in terms of the teams that they could have got. Uh, we were... Hopefully they have a representative of, of Derry City who was who was over there in Neon for the draw in the cave. But what that black kind of went pear shaped there, didn't it? That is, that does there's no denying it. We had uh one of the directors, Declan Callahan, chalking a lot of fans would, would know him as uh as over in Switzerland for the draw and communicating him over the last twenty four hours, no problem, I'm coming on. I'll do the podcast for you, Nana Puller. Shall we say at half eight the man was going for and I quote his dundons <laughs> and uh since then I don't know, maybe he's had the biggest stake in history or something uh, because uh, the man's uncontactable now. I've tried to ring him, I've sent him messages saying we're ready to rock. And maybe halfway through this we'll get a wee phone call from him in and the dundons will be finished. Maybe he's on his dessert at this stage. But either way, we do not have Mr. Callahan Chalky yeah. coming on to tell us what he was doing with the UEFA de- delegates and then rubbing shoulders with the, the top brass over there. But we did manage to get the manager, Ray Higgins. Uh, I got him on the phone. So the line might be a wee bit uh, not, not the best way to try to get better audio, but we got him on the phone when the draw was made. And, uh, you know, so we have a bit of audio from him. And look, he, he, he's looking forward to it. Like everybody the tie, uh, I think you're right. You're, it's favourable. It's definitely more favourable than Riga. You were there last year in Riga, and that was a that was a, a tough one to say the least. And they had their chances. Didn't pick them. They'll have to do it this time. If they had to get Riga, there was a potential to get them as well too. I think that would have been the worst possible draw. They had Crusaders would have been a nice one. They have That'd obviously have just up the road. Ah, oh, brilliant for both sets of supporters and and, and a very wonderful tie as well for Derry. Like, but I think this one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Faroe Islands. It's it's a kind of remote kind of spot, isn't it? Like you know, so I don't know how how dairy fans or how well they'll travel for it. I'm sure they will. Like you know, I'm sure they're looking at their uh, their their and their flights and whatever they can do. Maybe a couple of stopovers or whatever. Like, but it is it's a remote kind of spot, and it's it's in terms of your uh, you know your memorable European trips. Like Riga last year was fantastic, it's a great spot. Like, but I don't know, torturing uh, that's uh, the, the correct pronunciation, isn't it? Kev, yeah, we actually went to Google and asked. We the, went uh, to Google, and <laughs> I'm not going to lie, folks, Google didn't really help us because we are not from the Faroe Islands, so <laughs> it didn't help us at all. But we'll go with torsion. Uh, we apologize to anyone in the Faroe Islands if they're listening, uh, but that's what we've went with. But you're right, I've spoken to a few friends that are really booking Jason Malm and. Brendan and Carroll are sort of going around the world or flying, I think, to London and to Copenhagen and then over in different stops, different times. Uh, I think we're all they got their flights, have they? they? They've got flights booked and uh, they've got sort of return flights from Copenhagen to the Faroe Islands, so they're getting back and forth. And then it's, that's when the, the fun begins then, price-wise from Copenhagen back to Dublin or London and all these type of things. So, Look, you know yourself, it's playing trains and automobiles with dairy fans in Europe and trying to get there. And it's definitely the case with Faroe Islands. It's not like, you know, we'll hire a car and maybe travel around Europe. 
you are very much remote. Uh, so look, it's it's going to be difficult for fans and all to get there. And I know the club will be busting the gut to possibly get a charter because there is no real direct flights. There is none. Actually, when I say no real, there is no direct flight you, ha- you would if the team were going to have to do it uh, in Dublin, the Copenhagen, then on all these type of things and permutations and all that. And, you know, as I say, the club will be obviously looking at what way they go, but I would suspect they'll be looking to try and get a charter. Like, Well, there's, like, in terms of, of getting under the next round, it's, you, you, like, Ray Higgins must be, we'll hear from him now shortly, but but he must be fancying his chances. Like, if, like they, they played, Lumfield was it was it back in 2019, they, they, they played them and, um, it was two all out there, and I think Lumfield bit them one all in at Wanzerlick, and and then Glentorn obviously played them as well too. So there is a wee bit of recent history there in terms of playing playing Irish clubs like, but they haven't they haven't really done too well in the competition. I think they got this third round qualifying stage at one stage, um, but but last year again I think it was a, a Welsh team that, that maybe knocked them out the first qualifying round. Just just looking at their at their results in Europe there. Like so it's it's definitely one with the quality that they have and the experience of some of the guys that have, have been in Europe and, and gone on runs with Dundalk and and um you know the, they they must be like sort of fancying their chances to get under the, the next round and it's all about just playing as many games as possible in Europe for the players. Well that's surely and from the club's coffers point of view, it's mm-hmm. it's massive if you can get through a round. You then get a step closer to get into possible group stages and all. You know, look, it's so big. And you're right, it is a favourable tie. There's no denying it. Compared to, like, you know, last year when you seen the groups, oh, who you might get, similar thing. You seen the group this time when you sort of went, I, I did. We'd love the cruise. It's just up the road. Fans would be brilliant. But then it was like, right, if you could pick somebody else, it probably would have been the Faroe Islands team because of. Well, in fairness to them, they've only you know they're sitting second in the league, like so like they're they're in their season two. So, yeah. I look, it's it's Europe, and that's one thing that you know you know people are sort of chatting about, and and, and Ray actually chats about it too. If you want to get a buddy run in Europe? Derry haven't had it in a number of years now, and it would be a nice time to try and get things sort of going. And, and listen, it can also reignite your season. <clears throat> the mud season break came in a good time as we all says for Derry. So now it's a case of coming back, all guns blazing, and then you go straight on to Europe and then you've the FAA Cup going, you know. So these these type of games, if you can get a wee bit of momentum in Europe, don't get me wrong, nobody's saying Derry looking to be one in the Europa Conference League, but I'm just saying the momentum in Europe, the feel good factor, everything is back, confidence, uh, it's it's a tie that Derry will be happy with and efficient well, as well too, like you want to be sucks. doing well and, and the Tends to be a seeded team for for next season as well too, which is a as a massive massive thing, like massive factor in it. Like, but I suppose let's hear from the horse's wife, so to speak. Let's hear from Ray Higgins and see what he thought. Like, uh, as you said, like you got you got him on uh, on the mobile today, just straight after. Like, and, and that, this is his instant reaction. Did. You know the tie now, and and you're obviously going to be hoping they they get through. On like you know last year, Riga was a different kettle of fish. You're hoping they possibly obviously get through this one. I will, will, will do everything in our power to get through. Um, and 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 it's we want to we want to improve on on last year. Low 
we did get an extremely difficult fixture last year. Uh, this will be a difficult fixture as well, but um, we want to we want to make progress in Europe and and and, and we want to sort of uh, we want to be more competitive than what we were last year. You know yourself because there's no away goals. It's basically a case of just getting results on both ties, basically. Uh, that's it, and, and um, you can approach uh, each game and similarly because there's no away goals. Um, and you we going out to try and win both games, that's what, that's what we'll do. And uh, easier said than done, of course, but uh, we'll set our style, we'll do our homework in the opposition and try and identify their strengths and, and, and weaknesses likewise and and try and uh, produce a performance to, to get us into the next round. And obviously, just finally, you, 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 are you hoping to go out or somebody hoping to go out and see them because I know they're... They're in their season. They're sitting what second uh, in their league. I uh, that's the plan over the next day or two. We'll look deeper into it and, and try and get out. Um, try and get out and, and uh, see them at first hand. Um, so that's the plan. And it is a case of just that you know, Faroe Island. You know yourself, uh, Derry might go on there. As people might think they're favourites, but you know yourself, Europe's a whole different ball game. Like. Aye, and and and. It's changed. It's changed. You see, like Luxembourg teams now are becoming extremely competitive. Where um, I'm just using Luxembourg as an example, they're becoming very competitive. Where years ago they, they wouldn't have been. I think everyone's uh, the, the 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 gaps are tightening, and um, I think uh, no matter who you meet in Europe now, is is is, is very very competitive. Um, and we'll be well organised and, and well coached, and and, uh, and I'm sure once we delve into it more over the next uh, the coming weeks, then uh, I'm sure there's a lot of very good players who we have to be aware of. So uh, I know people will say it's a good draw, uh, but as I said, the the over the last number of years, think like uh, every, everyone's become a competitive and. And we won't take we won't take anything for granted. We'll do our homework. We'll watch them. Uh, if not me, then someone else. But probably me. We'll, we'll watch them um, firsthand in, in a competitive league game and uh, and try and uh, get a grip on them as early as possible and and, and do everything that we can. They won. There you go. Up as. The Derry City Gaffer, Ray Higgins, giving his reaction to uh, the European tie, which, look, Faroe Islands, if any manager and any player doesn't expect them to be saying, oh, there we go, it's a wee bond for Red Deer Rock and Roll. He played it as a strip bat. But in fairness, then we come out with lines that it, it is true and it is accurate. The gap has now sort of, you know, the, the gap of the, the sort of lower nations or the part time, whatever way you want to put it. That gap is getting closer each year. So the fairway in years ago might have been a complete and utter laughing stock and now you'll hammer the end. This boy's a, a carpenter, this boy's a, no, these these boys are well coached, they're well drilled. You can see that and even look you look at the, the Ireland game this week with Gibraltar, people were sort of panicking half time, they'll know. But these boys are all well coached, they're all it's it's easy to sort of coach a team to defend and block out. It's a lot harder to try and attack and get goals. So these boys will be coached well, they'll be drilled well. 
Derry will probably go late, as I say, slight favourites. But Rory Higgins is, you know, he's not going to be taking anybody lightly. He's hoping over the next couple of days, he says there, about trying to get out either himself or one of his coaching staff to get out there and have a first-hand look at him in action. That's what the plan is. He might have to get on a couple of days before the f- reports in the sort of summer weather uh, in the Faroe Islands. Uh, the fog comes in and you might have to get on and flights and all these crazy things that you wouldn't normally think about. But that's what Derry have had to do. They've been trying to drop a few hints from Shamrock Rovers, I think it was. It says them, listen, if you're going to go, don't leave it to the 24 hours before each game. You have to stipulate that you should be in the country. Give it 48 hours because sometimes the Faroe Islands you mightn't get on. Flights could be all cancelled. So it's these wee things that people just don't hear about or see about. Like, <laughs> well, in terms of the the, the, the first leg at, and uh, over there as well too, that 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 does have a part they play in it as well. You get them back to Brandeville, the tie if it's still on the balance. Maybe if you've you've got a lead, you know, coming under the, the the second leg as well too. So I think that's always an advantage, isn't it? Well, this is up, and and I know because there's two. For seven teams there, and they were both drawn at home, so it was a whole right who's playing what and switching this and possible seed and dock tonight have actually had their tie switched around. We're recording this on the Tuesday night, and they've their sort of first leg, second leg now has been switched. So, Derry, that hasn't happened, but they're you know, they were panicking about what we're going to do, so what's this going to work? So, it's all systems go for the date that they says the 13th uh, and then the 20th, but it is a case of. Just, you know, trying to get that result. The way goal two doesn't come under anymore. And that's no. that was one of them things that I really enjoyed in European football because you, you always get the way team going for trying to get a one. Yeah. You're not saying the way team isn't going to do that. And, and to be fair to her, he does say, look, look, we want to win both games. We want to go one bit, be positive. If you say come back in the brand, will be a, a positive result. And if it isn't the positive, I'll say it's a draw or whatever, then you get a packed house to brand, will. So you're right. Second leg back at home is is what you want. Obviously, like like when it comes back, we've got the Cork at the at the weekend, the Brandywell. Like that's that's it's all systems go, and then you get the the, the Rovers game obviously coming up. So a few games they they go before uh they they, they even come you know come to that first leg. Like you can think about it, like you know, like there's four, was it four games before before then. Like so, it's they want I, to, I Simon, I have to cut you here in that sentence because our Dundons man has literally just wrong me. Uh, Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable, Choggy. Well, are you alive here? Are you still eating your nutter? <laughs> Dundons was lovely, I have to say. Yeah, very nice. Uh, we we bit of a wait, but well worth waiting for. Well, this is lovely. Like it's seven chips. Well, you're 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 over in Switzerland, mate, and uh, rubbing shoulders with the the uh, the UEFA brass and whatever. So, how's it been? How's the the the, the trip been so far? I have to say it's been it's been brilliant, really, uh, really positive, really um, good to see what happens over here and to see how things work. And the best thing really about it was the networking. You know, the, just the amount of stuff that we were doing with other clubs, and like we were doing workshops there with UEFA towards the end of the day as well. So it was a, to be honest, PK, it was a very very long day. But for somebody like me, it was just an amazing experience, you know, to be able to see that. And obviously what the club is doing is, you know, uh, succession planning as well. So I, I was there along with Dodie, uh, Dodie McGuinness, and she's she's obviously been there, done that, seen the T-shirt. So 
she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew who she was talking to, but basically she was passing that all off uh, to me and then let me sort of understand what they do, what the process is and what we should be doing. So uh, that was brilliant. But um, last year we, we had um, we had Bert over here, Robert Martin as well. And, you know, it's very, very important for the club to, to have more than just one person understanding that process. But um, one, of, one of the greatest things there today was just speaking to other clubs. Like, you know, I one of the first fellas I spotted when I went in there was Alex from uh, Dinamo Minsk. Um, you know, I, I just met him a few years ago and um, obviously we had invited him to the city and, and, and welcomed him when, when they were coming across. And it was great to see somebody like that. But there was other clubs as well that I met, like, you know, like Punic and um, like there's there's people from Yerevan and stuff I met as well. Now, they, they weren't there when we were playing those clubs. But the name Derry City is well well received and, and very easily recognised by some of those clubs in Europe. Well, that's good to hear. And it must be too, you know, Chuggy, I know you for, for years and uh, as a fan and then you were part of the, the sort of merchandise group where your sales. You were in as a, like a volunteer. Now you're and and sort of, you know, doing a lot more volunteer. Now you're you're on, on, on the boards with just lots of the sort of clubs all about like you would be one of the people fans can sort of look to you know you're standing beside them I'm not saying you're not standing there now but you know what I mean you're now and amongst the board and all too I well that's it you know I, I've been on I, I, I've been very lucky and I've, I have been very honoured and I feel honoured to be here today like you know boys like me and you like we've been standing on the terraces for 30 odd years like we, we'll never pull on the jersey we'll never represent the area city but you know I feel like I was representing Derry City today, you know, in, in Europe. I, I was going out to UEFA and I was going around meeting other clubs and, and introducing myself and Derry City to other clubs. So, like, that's a massive honour. And then, obviously, for, for me, since I started working with yourself as a volunteer in the merchandise group, uh, like, I was nominated by shareholders to, to be on the board. So that was a, an enormous honour for me as well. So this is just a... You know, a path like you know it's this journey you know for me and and for fans as well but it just shows you like if you really do want to get involved in the club if you really want to do something for the club and help like the, the club backed us the club backed us in 2017 and said look boys if you just want to do merchandise if you want to look after team wear we'll back you and we'll go with it and then years later you know there's members in our group that are that are doing this you know i'm here today in, in, in uefa and it's been an amazing experience but you know, there's there's other people there in the club that are stepping up, and other people in our group that are saying, "Look, I'll look after ticket and all the rest." So, like, there is that journey there for people that that, that want it, and um, you know, the club is always looking for more volunteers. But um, you know, it's just in, in relation to the the whole thing here with UEFA today and and being over here. Just going back to what I was saying at the start of this, this is my only chance to really represent the club on a, on a European level. But it was lovely really lovely spotting clubs and spotting people that I've met before in Europe over the past five years and been able to go up to, to speak to them and, and them saying, yeah, I remember you, I remember Derry City or, do you know what, I was a kid when my, my dad was looking after Punic and, and you played Punic and things like that. So, you know, it, it's that, that kind of thing really is great and the networking is invaluable and even even the networking and the work we were doing with other League of Ireland clubs and Irish League clubs today was brilliant. That's it. That's what's special about it all, isn't it? And, and those relationships we build up with all the different clubs, uh, so, you know. But but in terms of your work today and networking with the likes of Torshin, and obviously you've, you've met a representative of the club and what goes on behind the scenes or over there at the uh, EFA headquarters about you know 
working about logistics and, and, and maybe potential ties being switched and stuff like that, all the complications that comes with the draw. Right? I will. Every, everything Simon happens really quickly. Uh, you know, there, there is a countdown clock that comes up on the, on the screens on the, on the wall and um, you, you begin to watch that countdown clock. And, and to be honest, it was great for me because I was able to, I was sitting with uh, the guys at Shamrock Rovers and uh, you're allowed one person into the actual auditorium where they do the draw. So the Shamrock Rovers guy went in and then I was able to watch his clock. You know, we were watching a countdown from 30 minutes to about 10. And then I was able to learn then, you know, what I would be, what I would be doing based on what I could see they were doing. So I went out into the main hall uh, behind the auditorium and watched his draw. So I was able to watch exactly what they were doing with the draw. And then I took that opportunity uh, to go and speak to this the stadium organization committees as well. So there was there was two representatives there from UEFA and they were able to just advise me as to what we should be doing once that draw happened, once we knew where we were going. Uh, and then they were able to advise me then the, the soft stuff as well, you know, about the workshops in the afternoon and things like that. Um, but the great thing then was because I knew there was people standing in that auditorium, just outside the auditorium, Simon, I was able to watch what they were doing. So they were all the additional representatives of clubs. So each club's only allowed one in that auditorium and the rest of them then would stand outside. So I knew that would happen for us for the next draw as well. So what I did then was I went around and identified all the clubs that we could be playing. And then I went and met them and introduced myself to them because then when you go into that auditorium of 60 people, it's much easier for me to pick out five or six other people than it would be to try and walk around and look at 60 and then start to define one. So it's like a needle in a haystack at that stage. So very luckily, they, one of the first people I met was a, a Tor Shaven guy. And um, he was a representative of B36. So he was the other Tor Shaven team. But I was able to introduce him to St. Patrick's Athletic. Um, so once I passed him off to St. Patrick's Athletic, he was able to point me in the direction of the guard who was looking after HB Tor Shaven. The second team I met was, was the, the team we eventually got drawn against. Amazing. Well, well, just in terms of being a Derry City fan, for <laughs> what did you think of the draw? And then, and then as, as a club representative, what, what what was the reaction from the club? Like, you know, they get, because it was, it is a favourable draw, but maybe it's a remote part of the, the world that, we, that, that the club has to go to, I suppose. So there's, that, that brings its difficulties. Well, first and foremost, as a fan, Simon, the, the thing is, what you do is you, you go, look, can we get through this draw? Mm. Um, and can we get this? Right. And funnily enough, like the club think the same thing, you know, like, is this favorable? Can we get through this? And, um, you know, what are the logistics for this? You know, so you don't want Yerevan, you don't want somewhere like that because it's just the logistics are, are incredible. Um, but when, when the draw was made, um, I knew that, um, that it would be one, one of the clubs that we would have been looking for, you know. So obviously, as a fan and the club, We've played Riga twice recently. Um, you know, they're sick of seeing us. We're sick of seeing them. You know, and it's not that big an interest for the, for the people in Derry. And, um, you know, the people in Derry now will be going like, where's the Faroe Islands? Who's Torshaven? How did they do last year in the Cup? How did they do last year in the league? And we were doing the same thing. So nine o'clock this morning, Dodie and I were sitting down and looking at the at the teams that we, we had. And we did our research then. Look, we, these are the five or six teams that you could be playing against. We did a research there and they say, look, this is narrowed down now. 
which of these teams do we not know? Uh, which countries is it easy to get to? Where do we need visas for and all that kind of thing? Same. So those are the things that are going through your head. And like, obviously, with my role changed now in the last five years, now I'm thinking like, you know, what are the logistics? What are the costs to the club? What are the dangers? Like one of the teams I was speaking to uh, earlier on during the Champions League draw, when I was standing outside the auditorium, they were saying like, because of the situation in Europe at the moment, we're either going to have to play in Hungary or Israel or just play two matches away from home. So when you're talking to these other clubs in Europe, you are seeing like all these guys dealing with a lot more problems than we have. So we're, we're quite lucky in that respect, you know. But the other thing as well, Simon, is it's not just us trying to find out about them. We need to, we need to prepare to, to tell them where we are, who we are, and how to get there. Um, but that stuff's all a moot point up until the draw is actually made and, and, and we're, you're drawn out against uh, Torshaven. And I just went straight over to the girl because I knew who she was. And like we, we had uh, we had a really good long conversation before we even went in. Uh, and then it was just a case of, look, this is what UEFA has said. This is, the draws come out. So what do we want to do now? And then it's, it's up to a, a negotiation point then, you know. But you must be now, Chogi, it's flights, if you say logistics. But the fans now know, right, away, home, Let's get around the humble, basically, from a fan's point of view, and that's what they at least they know that now. That's it. Well, the 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 main thing when I first sat down with her, Kev, uh, in the, just in the auditorium seconds after the draw, she said, "Look, um, both Torshaven teams have got a home draw on the same day." So she says, "Look, this is a problem," um, and we just discussed it. Then, look, you know, there is the option of you know swapping that round, or maybe UEFA will move one club or the other, and. Apparently, you know, uh, traditionally what happens is the, the club who comes highest will get precedence. So the higher team from last season will um, remain in their home ground. So the team that we've been drawn against, they they apparently were the higher, higher team from last year. So that's why we'll be away on the 13th. And Derry City will be home in the brand they will on the 20th. Um, so all, all, that, all that stuff has to be ironed out. But then... Um, you do get an official email from UEFA around about 8 o'clock and that, that gives you that direction to say, look, this is what's happening and you need to come back to us by Friday to tell us times, etc. You'd be hoping you'd be, you'd be doing this whole process all again very soon, you think, you know, with the, in terms of network going with another team if, if, if we get through the, the, the round because the, the, the club has a great chance now of, of getting a couple of games in Europe, which is exactly what the fans want the club needs in terms of financially, uh, what they get from it as well too. But a real opportunity for the club, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive opportunity for the club, Simon. And, and Europe always is. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity to put our name on the map and it's an opportunity to push up that coefficient and it's an opportunity to help ourselves and the league and, and just the League of Ireland, Football Association of Ireland in the future. But, you know, you mentioned money there and, you know, that's critical. You know, that's why people are in Europe. I, I met some of them. Um, there was there are some people there who are not like, you know, club representatives, but they're representatives of a group of clubs, etc. cetera. Uh, I met some media companies as well. And they're just saying, look, you know, you you need money. That's what that's what Europe's about. You know, it's about, you know, getting yourself through as many rounds as possible. And if you if you get that money, if we get through rounds and that puts money into the war chest for Rory Higgins and that's that's what we want. You know, if we can we can get through those rounds, get more money in, we put more money in to investing in the in the youth teams within within the club, 
investing in the first team and, and pushing for that league title, pushing for Europe next year and pushing for further the, the, the standings in Europe next year as well. But look, you only you can only take one game at a time as the old cliche is, you know, so I'm sure Rory's just thinking now about, you know, meeting with Cork on Friday. Um, but, you know, further down the line, you, you're doing you're doing that like light preparation now for, well, we are going to have to go into Europe at some stage. We need to watch these guys. They came third in the league last year. They were put out in the semi-final of the cup last year. So as you say, Simon, look, we would be expected to overcome them, but they were a seeded team, Simon, and we weren't. Yeah. We were unseeded. And in recent years, Derry City have failed in Europe where we would have been expected to progress. So we take absolutely nothing from grant for granted. You have to do your homework. You have to know what this team's about. They are a part-time team, etc. But you know, we need we need to treat everything completely professionally. And we know that Rory and the players will do that. Uh, but first things first is is you know getting three points against Cork on Friday. I don't want to put you in this spot, but I, I know one of the big KFC they, they cut across, but one of the big talking points among fans will be trying to get their hands and tickets for especially that, that home leg as well too. I don't know if there's um I'm sure season ticket holders get priority for that. Is there any information on 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 tickets that are going to become available online or whatever? Well there's nothing official yet, Simon, but like you know, definitely we will we will get the tickets out and sold as quickly as we can. And anybody who has a season ticket will get first priority, hundred percent. That's absolutely certain. Um, but um, the, we, we do know the date of the game uh, so that's the 20th of July we don't know the time yet that isn't actually nailed in stone and one of the workshops that we did after uh, all the draws was saying look you need to really look um, you really need to look at the time that you're going to have games because if you're in a hot country or a country where there is sun beaming down then you're going to need to push the games that wee bit further and obviously you know when you look at um when you look at the Scotland game there tonight, you can't prepare for everything, you know. But like, I think I think the thing is in the Brandywell, probably about seven forty-five, eight o'clock, you know, that kind of thing. But once we know the time, etc., then we can get get the tickets out. And you know, the likelihood is we know the day anyway, so we can probably get the tickets out very very soon. Well, just as you were you were very very impressive there, Rory Higgins will be loving you. Where you're, we were just thinking a cork, concentrating cork. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Higgins is absolutely loving you. I've got a wee list here, Kev, of all uh, the cliches. Well, cliches for a reason. Cliche bingo. But it is one of them two, Chuggy, where, you know, everybody now, as I said, is, is, is looking forward to Europe. But the logistics, mate, haven't looked at it myself trying to get there. Uh, it's I, possibly a charter. It's not easy. We, we know this. Sure, like we've had stories, Kev. You know where Ireland have been fogged in. You know, like you know, like people go to Ireland matches. Some dairy people will travel away with Ireland as well. And Ireland have been fogged in a couple of times. Um, for example, I, I met with Lunfield today, and I had a chat with them. And uh, Lunfield are saying, "Look, Faroe Islands, absolutely gorgeous. Faroese people, the loveliest people you'll ever meet. But the airport shuts at ten o'clock, and uh, you know if you're fogged in." Then you have to start to find hotels at a very, very short notice. And there's not many of them, you know. So um to be fair, to be fair to Lundfield, you know, when we were sitting down with them and having a chat with them, they were they were saying, look, the logistics here is difficult. 
when we were speaking to a couple of Irish clubs as well, you know, like St. Pat's and that, like they were saying this, that, uh, and Shamrock Rovers actually advised this as well, but the likelihood is here you're going to have to go to the Faroe Islands two days beforehand um, because you could end up having a, a very serious fine if you can't turn up for the, the, the match on the day. So uh, Derry are playing the thir- 13th. Normally, as you know, Kev, like we've always gone a day before. So that's a 24 hours landing period um, with the Faroe Islands. Apparently now it's 48 hours. Um, and the club has contacted uh, the FAA and the UEFA just to get clarification on that. But I think like, you know, logic and common sense with the tape, that's what you're going to do. Um, fans are already looking at going in through uh, Copenhagen um, and having spoken to other clubs from our neck of the woods who've played in the Faroe Islands, they've all said go in through in through Copenhagen. But again, that, that becomes very, very costly for fans. Well, that's it. Well, we're, um, so again, thank you very much for, for joining us and, and informing us uh, about about the process. Really interesting too, like you know, you're in the the headquarters of UEFA, and it's uh, I'm, I'm sure as you said, like it was an honour and, and a read re- buzz for you that today, like you know, it really, so- it really was same. It was it was it re- was a buzz. I was I was excited about going. I love being there. It's in a gorgeous location on the on the edge of Lake Geneva, and um, I have to say we were very re- well received and well looked after, and it was great. And um, all, all the teams as well were were very complimentary about Derry City. I have to say that our name is well known. Um and uh, w- one of the things Simon just uh, before you go, uh, when we when I was sitting down talking to Torshaven after the draw, um, the confusion that was caused when they looked at the map and couldn't work out why we were playing in the Republic of Ireland league, <laughs> and we were trying to explain to them that you're probably better off flying into Belfast here, you know. Uh, that that confusion, but you know what? That's why it's good meeting people face to face, and why it's good sitting and chatting to people and and explaining things to them. Because you do want to facilitate your opponent, you do want to make it as as easy as possible for them. Um, so the Derry City Football Club had prepared an enormous pack of information on Derry, on our surrounding area, the hotels they can stay in, the the tourist sites they can go and look at when the players are here training facilities, all that kind of stuff. That was all prepared for them. The one thing they focused on and honed in on was, why are you there and why are you coming here? <laughs> so, so rather than going down a history lesson, I just told them to watch different league. <laughs> Very educational. Well, exactly. Well, Chucky, look, cheers for that, mate. I know it's a, a, a lit one with you over there. And you never know, I might see in another Zoom meeting tomorrow night, the merchandise meeting, sure, we'll see what the crack is there. If you make that, there, knowing you, you'll be probably out for another. Oh, no, I, that's not, no, me, uh, my phone's broke. Yeah, my phone's broke. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, safe right. journey home, mate. Thanks for that tonight. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Simon. See you later on. Thanks. All right. Well, Simon, it's basically now a case of looking ahead now. We've sort of covered Europe and it's looking ahead now to... The season starting up again. You you know the league campaign home to Cork. It's going to be a, a difficult one, but one that at the end of the day, Mary Higgins wants to get a victory. You know, just get this league campaign up and running again. As I said, no, well, that's it. I after obviously the break came at a good time as we as we mentioned, and and it's 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 one obviously Cork. We're having a wee bit of form there just before the break too, but it's one at home. 
you've got to start well now just and, and, and get that momentum going again because it'll be just focus on court but like I think a lot of people will be looking at the game coming up very sharply after that and that's the Shamrock Rovers game which which could uh, have a big say on, on, on a potential title risk here and, and I think it's that we don't like to look past teams but that is the fans will be looking at that one and going right let's get a one against Cork and then give it our, our best shot against Rovers and see what happens there well, this is it. Then you know we want to be positive. We want to try and get it. Let's go. Season starting again. Friday, getting we more positive. Derry bit Cork. Bulls beat Rovers in the big Dublin derby. And then you go down to Rovers and one and mm-hmm. oh, Trevor's rosy again. It's all great. And what's that about? Because it was there's so much doom and gloom, and and so much can change in such a short space of time as well too. Like, but I think the the way it is now, we Rovers six points clear. You know, we, there's, we were chatting before about 15 games left. Everyone's got a cup final, like, and it really is. There's so much riding on each one. I know there's a lot of football to be played here. 15 games, a lot of games, a lot of ups and downs can happen, but you, you just really you can't lose any more ground. The Rovers, like, you would maybe take over the course of those two games. Four points would be lovely, like, a point, even a point against Rovers down there. You're still on there. You're still clanging on to the coattails, and and that would be a, a good return, I would think, over over that space of time. Well, I know that uh, Liga Vernon wise, it's been uh, we're just kicking back on the European, but there was a big night that the the Aviva this week too, where a former Derry City man and a proud Derry man, a proud Irish man, James McLean, got his hundredth cap uh, uh, for the Republic of Ireland, and. He just returned home there this evening and had a wee sort of family shindig and no doubt you get on there like a shot because that's a <laughs> Uh But you went up and you had, a, you had a wee chat with James and a wee interview and we'll have a listen to this now, sure. Well, James is a, a nice wee sort of get-together with the family and stuff, you know, very nicely sort of wee mellow one as well too after all the excitement of the last few days. Ah, look, of course, it's obviously Aaron, Aaron planned that and Obviously, I knew about it kind of a few weeks in advance, so it was kind of obviously taking a shot because you know nothing's nothing's given, nothing's guaranteed, and it wasn't guaranteed to play the game. So you're kind of taking a bit of a bit of a risk, which is why it's kind of low key, it's just friends and family. Even if it was wasn't the hundred caps, you know, it's still nice to get to go when you're home. But look, it's turned out absolutely, absolutely perfect. So um, just a nice close close family and friends tonight. And it's, it's, a nice little uh, celebration. Just enjoy it. Like I'm sure it's been a world one. Like this last I last while, even thinking about it, even from ninety eight. Oh, like on, like, you know. I'll be honest with you. Like in the last kind of when you start to realise I can do this, or you know, this is within touching distance. Kind of past year, or so you know, it's I won't lie. It's like it's you're a bit more stressed going into last caps because you're thinking, I just get the cap, just get the caps, get the caps, and it's. Uh, you know, it adds a little bit of pressure to that. Obviously, the pressure of playing anyway. So, if anything, no, it's just it's it's, it's kind of but I left off the shoulder, and so it's like a actually a little kind of left now uh, off the shoulders, a weight off the shoulders, and it's like I enjoy it anyway. But like I said, it's it's kind of been able to enjoy that uh, a, a bit more now. Sort of like you came full circle too. It was nice mm-hmm. the f- the man who gave you your, your senior debut and, uh, and for Derry City to hand you that. It's weird, isn't it? No, football's it's it's mental how how football mm-hmm. works and it, it, it's some of the scrubs are right. Like obviously, you know, I'll be eternally grateful to Stephen obviously for giving me starting football. 
and then for him to be the man that gives me the my hundred caps as well is obviously special. I'm sure it's special for him as well because it's, you know it's obviously a, a great story. So um, no, I'm, I'm I'm glad I got to uh, share that moment with Stephen, um, given that he gave me my start in football. I mean, I mind talking to you before in the lead up and on. You just didn't want to talk about you know the hundred caps and because as I you know, said at the top, I know, like it's, it was obviously you know you don't want to obviously. Like I said, take things for granted and you don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, I'd rather speak about it now after, after it's achieved than mm-hmm. before because it, it, you, know, you never know what's going to happen, injury or, or, or whatever. So to be sat here now speaking to you about it, obviously, I thought I've achieved it and it's obviously uh, a, a, a great feeling. Has it sunk in? Because like no, it hasn't. It's just been absolutely just kind of, as you'd imagine, more than the last kind of, mm-hmm. well, since I since I found out I was I was playing obviously the fa- the family and nothing new and everyone else knew and since then onwards you know I've pretty had much no no sleep with excitement and and obviously not much sleep last night obviously and then tonight as well so uh, with the travel and that so I think when I actually go go home uh, and sit down and after a few days when everything's quiet and it's down I think that's when I'll probably sink in and uh, I can reflect on. Uh, what it's just accomplished huge achievement but, but talk us through the actual obviously uh, the, the double header as well too a lot of pressure and that, that crease oh, game where was and, I like you know, know um, you don't want to sort of as you say take things for granted but you, you also don't want to take the, the shine off the, the fact no, that it's a huge look, it's the end of the day like the, it's the 100 calf mm-hmm. thing was obviously special but it was mm-hmm. important as well you had to kind of personally for me you had to kind of balance that where it wasn't a sideshow you know yeah. there was still obviously the bigger picture which was the obviously get the points needed to help us qualify for, for a major tournament which, which is the, the still the aim mm-hmm. we prepared well for Greece uh, on the night we just didn't perform which is frustrating we were confident under the game there's a lot of football we played like yeah, there was a lot of football we, we got the reverse fixture against Greece mm-hmm. and they had to say, they had basically the same fixtures of us as well so but there's a lot of a, a lot of football still we played and it's you know, after two games, it's very easy to, to get carried away and write us off. But you know, like I said, a lot of football we played, and uh, let's see where we are after after this play. Yeah, I think you, you won a lot of applause too for the way you stuck up for for Stephen at the when when the media oh, gets like because you just, know he gets a, a raw deal. Yeah, look at the end of the day, he, he, he's the manager and uh, we're the players, and you know, right through the they every member of staff, we're, we're all in this together. We all want to achieve the same thing, and the more. Uh, Everyone's pulling in the right direction, then uh, it gives us the, a better chance. So, no, look, there's a, we're off for the fight, and uh, we, we, we look forward to the fight. Talk's cheap, but obviously, you know, like, you know, I can speak louder than words, but so it's up, 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 up to us now, obviously, to uh, back up our reactions, and hopefully, we can do that start in September. Just t- talk to me about um, Monday night there, because, that, like, in terms of you're a big family man and they have all the family there on the pitch and they lead out wearing an armband talk us through the feelings there you know what I was sitting last night after the game and obviously I was I was obviously writing a social media post and I was to be honest I was sitting there and I was uh, deliberating what they write and just I couldn't come to any words because there's no no words can actually sum up what that feeling was like you know it was up like all the words special and you know unbelievable and all, they all come under but you know do it, justice? I, it doesn't do it justice no that mm. like it's you have your family on the 
they come out to the pitch for you getting a hundred caps and your friends and family and you know a lot of people you share the journey with teammates the manager you know a lot of the fans that's that's been there all over them years too so as you can probably imagine what what, what it would feel like when you look at the illustrious company around now with seven people like that like that's that's just I know it hasn't sunk on yet James because mm. it's just an immense achievement like it really is no, that's for nice such a proud Irish man like you know what I mean no look it's it's, uh, it's it's amazing like I've got the a massive mural in, in the place where I grew up, where, where basically I learned, learned everything. You know, I've got a hundred caps for Ireland. You know, it is, it's, it's stuff of dreams, it's stuff that, you know, you dream of playing football and you dream of being a professional footballer, but the reality of, of you know, achieving what achieving, like, you don't, you don't ever see, see that far ahead, but... I'm sad here today and I've done, I've done that and yeah like it's not some song on you but I'm sure it will one day and it's uh, uh, I'm sure I'll look I'll, I'll, I'll look double that with me well that was that was James McLean like, so he, he, he kind of invited the journal up you know they were up the Bishop's Gate Hotel um, just a, a nice sort of low key affair um, after all the, the travelling that he's done over the weekend the, the, the massive uh, occasion that it was is a hundredth cap, which is uh, unreal. What kind of a magnificent achievement that is! They'd be one of seven people to ever reach a hundred caps for their country. Like, and he's a you know yourself, Kev. Like, he's a very, very proud Irish man, very proud dairy man. Like, and uh, well, he's you can hear there, like, you know, he's he was just uh, it hasn't sunk in yet, as he said, like, but. Unbelievable achievement and and so special as they also mentioned that Stephen Kenny handed him that that hundredth cap that opportunity having given him a senior senior debut way back in two thousand and eight wasn't it like so? Brilliant, brilliant uh, story. It is and and having done a piece with, with Danny Lafferty there just last week or whatever and him chatting about the same thing sort of the twist of fate coming around. It was mm. you say Stephen Kenny giving his debut senior football now he's handing his hundredth cap and. Look, it's just it's it's a hundred plus. You know, he's going to get more. There's no denying it. As he says himself, right. if he stays injury free, he'll keep playing and playing. And I don't ex- I expect him to be in that double header in September if he's injury free. And look, he's a credit. Uh, he, he never forgets about his roots back here. Anytime he's back, he's in a dairy game. He, he he's 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 always on back away at merchandise, and he puts it up on Instagram. I'm in the wee, I'm in the his young son is always wearing it. And the whole family. No, look, as I say, we can't speak highly of him. You know, anytime we've dealt with him ourselves in the media, up around here, he's always been very good at this and chatting and taking a phone call and whatever else. There might be a few times he might be happy with things, but sure, <laughs> not everybody else. But no, look, I, I think it's just what he what he's achieved, uh, not just with Ireland, but his career at all has just been phenomenal. Second in London, NS Bayern, Borough Gear, looking to get, have a career in football. And he's the body look at because right. you know, the dedication, hard work he's put on, just mixing where he's at. Right. What a journey! Like, and when you think of of the Derry City Football Club and and the, the people like like Ryan McBride, that sort of Royal Rover stuff, you know, story that that he has, and then James McLean, the same, just you know, walking down from Craigan with his boots over his, uh, you know, they get his debut against Bulls, wasn't it too? You know, and then the journey he's come on, so many others as well too. But those. You know, stories are just are just fantastic, and as you say, it's a you know inspirational day and a young young footballer as well too. So, 
No, it was great to, great to hear from James. Like, but um, and I'm sure, I'm sure if he gets a chance, he'll be at the Randy well on Friday night as well too. I'll, I'll be shocked if he's not. To be brutally honest. <laughs> uh well, I, I don't like doing these things. And then remove me, and you'll obviously give me sticking rightly so. But this is. Uh, I am basically moving on the pastor's news from the Dairy Journal uh, as of this Friday. Uh, what then, pastor's news are? That's just not post care, to be brutally honest. You can say what you do after a fact. But hopefully, as I say, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at the, the situation of the podcast. We'll see how that goes and see how things sort of pan out in that way. We'll not say it's it's the final goodbye or whatever regarding the podcast. We'll just keep looking at that. So. I'm You'll be a value guest, Kev. Let's just put it like that, you know, because you're going to be uh, very, you're going to be, uh, you know, badly missed in the journal. You know, you've been there for for so long, and and uh, a, a valued uh, friend and, and 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 member, colleague as well too of the, of the journal sports team. Like so, uh, we're really sorry to see see you go, and and hopefully, hopefully, you stay with us and and give us keep giving us your insight and your your. I'm gonna say what like, but uh, your stack maybe more, more probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, well, look, folks, we're we as I say, we'll probably be on next week. We'll see what the situation does. Thanks for them kind words. I'll give you that fiber at the brand they on Friday night, sure, and maybe get you a burger. You've been an athlete, and not picking. Yes, but look, we'll give one last prediction. Dairy on Friday night. I'm gonna go one mil dairy. Two mil dairy. There you go, folks. That's this week's show. And uh, join us next week, hopefully. We'd like to thank the children of Green Hall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any silly fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Derry City Football Club.